0: Welcome in to a blockbuster episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name is Eric and I will be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing Russell Crowe's The Pope's Exorcist. That's not exactly what it's called, but you know what I mean, John? He didn't direct it. Let's just, you know. he owns it. Let's say that. Next up tonight, joining us from Manhattan, New York City. Please welcome John Shars to the show. Hello. And next up, and lastly tonight, from Indiana, please welcome Casey. Hello. Boys night, fellas. After all that highfalutin talk last week, I was like, I need a dumb movie, and I need to get with my boys. And here we are.
1: You're Elizabeth sassing you a little, just a little (laughs) one-level sass too much. just, you know, (laughs) I get it. Uh, Uh. Um... I mentioned I'm going to be on vacation for the next two shows. So Oh, this I is forgot. it. Boy, this is the, you know, it's like a it's like the bachelor party well, this before. this the,
0: I forgot about yes, that somehow. and I'm now sad about it all over again. That,
2: now you just ruined the vibe, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, and but just, we got to let's get it all in now, you know.
0: You know what they say, Casey, if you love something you have to let it fly away or something. <laughs> Let's set it free. Right. Yeah, and then if it comes back, then it's really here. So come get back to me in three weeks. We'll see how I'm feeling. All right. Yeah. All right. Why waste any more time, John? Let's get right into it here and review the Pope's exorcist. This is it, gentlemen. Your big break in TV. <laughs> the front time. John.
1: Yes, Eric.
0: You know what the kid looks like in this movie? <laughs> I mean, I'm worried. He, he looks he <laughs> exactly like if Mick Jagger were nine years old. Oh, <laughs> it's important to note. I don't mean whatever nine year old Mick Jagger looked like. Mm-hmm. I mean, take whatever 80 year old Mick Jagger and just shrink him down to a nine year old. Is exactly what he would look well,
1: like. Well it's like if they if you know they have this like de-aging technology that they use yeah, in like the film But they, they were just like, you know what? Crank it to eleven. Yes. <laughs> take that, take Mick Jagger to eight. And, and they're like, eat. hey you
0: remember um like the beginning of like Captain America given that body and then yeah. Mick Jagger's dh head boom. <laughs> Possessed
1: pretty amazing. I love this kid. I'm he's pro listen, he's whatever this kid's it. doing, yeah. Whatever's going on. Well, all right, we will get into it, but I'm also very curious. I haven't had a chance to research what they did with the voice, but there's this. There is a very specific actor who.
0: Oh, it's a it's a whole other actor. We're not well, talking like Linda uh, Blair.
1: But uh, I'm curious if you all think it's the exact same actor that I think it is. I can't. I got. I can't remember his name, so I'm gonna have to like
0: Google. If only him there were. Talking, were right? If only there were a web repository
2: <laughs> no but i don't know well, I, I didn't look like you ID. mean that wasn't the kid's voice <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> well <laughs> but it also wouldn't shock me if they like let the kid do the reading and then oh i'm sure they did, yeah. did all kinds oh, of wacky yeah. shit we can
0: get to it means that kid said some colorful things oh my god <laughs> more <laughs> than i was expecting john speaking of colorful words mm-hmm, mm-hmm. please bring us the word of the day
1: Eric, today's word, catechism, that's C-A-T-E-C-H-I-S-M, catechism. As a lapsed Catholic, I know what this means, John. Well, I almost would challenge you to define, let me put it, I'll read the definition. This is not, like, I didn't 100% know what the word meant, but this is not exactly what I would have defined it as, a summary of the principles of Christian religion in the form of questions and answers used for the instruction of Christians. A series what? of, and then sub, sub definition, but it's basically a series of fixed questions, answers, or precepts used for instruction in other situations. So it's, it can be more gen- general. Um, comes to us from the Greek. I'm not even going to try. Like, this word has so many different letters and sounds. Uh, but then through the Latin, catechismus. Mm. Catechismus. Yeah.
0: And what does that have to do with this movie, John? Tell me about the Pope's exorcist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been a little while since we've seen a movie that is as Jesus-y as this movie mm-hmm. is. Specifically, like how like G- Jesusy it is.
0: in like um like a high five sort of way, like we're high fiving about how oh, awesome yeah. his power yeah. is.
1: <laughs> no, no, like we'll we'll get into it because well, I have some positive. Like if you were vibes to tell system. me, if you
0: were to tell me. That the Vatican perhaps bankrolled part of this? I That's might believe exactly, you <laughs> That is
1: exactly what I was gonna say, which is like it's it is like it it presents the it's, Pope's exorcist, who's the main character, and we'll talk about a little it's bit It's like of the backstory. someone at the Vatican was like, are we really gonna let this James Juan
0: and this like Ed Lorraine Warren you gonna <laughs> suck up all the air out of yeah. the room here?
1: No, they they present this Amort, uh, G- Gabriele Amort, oh. as as basically like the first Avenger.
2: Yeah, of, Avengers, yes. Yeah, the
1: very yeah, end of, is such marvel. Dude, they go into like a high-tech library in yes. the Vatican, and they show them like a map that's obviously, like, it's like the Zelda map. The <laughs> only like, thing
0: that was missing was Sam Jackson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. What are you talking? But they had the Black Cardinal Whoa, that they introduced do, okay. as a helper. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I don't yeah. really see. You know, race usually. John no, but I, I see. I don't, understand yeah. what you're saying.
1: He's he is introduced earlier <laughs> in the film. So. my um, oh, God. Yeah. So all right. So the background here, and again, I didn't have. I don't know, Casey. If maybe you you read up on this because I'm almost positive Eric didn't. This is based, it is credited as based on a book by this, this exorcist. His name's Gabrielle yeah. Lamar. He's a real person. He he claims to was. have performed. Was, yeah. He died in 2016. Um, yeah. He claims to have performed over 100,000 exorcisms.
2: 160,000.
1: I saw 100. I didn't know if that was a typo when you said that, but in any
2: event. No, I if, saw that on Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> I assume Like to get to that number, he would have had to exercise like 20,000 people at a a stadium at some
2: point or something. So I actually did read up a a little bit on that tonight before we got on here, just out of curiosity. And by the time he died, he claimed that he'd like somewhere between 100 and 160,000 exorcisms. But then you get into the details, he also claims that sometimes people can be possessed by more than one demon at a time like sometimes up to Ugh. thousands so he's, so that's he's so up in his lame. number. this
0: is like some wilt chamberlain bs yes yeah, yeah. okay that's interesting <laughs> well in any way
2: from what well, just to add to that yeah. though from what i have read he is a real person he was a priest he was very an exorcist uh the story in the movie is not based off of any of his cases from what i've read it's
1: so generic that who
2: cares yeah right like yeah exactly you know, it's
1: whatever for sure um He, But he's a real guy. He really wrote a book about exorcism and being being an exorcist for the the Pope. The the way that it's structured is he was appointed by the cardinal of his parish as the exorcist for that parish. He happened to be from Rome. So the Pope is the cardinal of Rome and therefore like he's the Pope's exorcist. In the film, so the the main character here is played by Russell Crowe. I'm just going to put it out there, amazingly so. Pretty like, just good. Pretty <laughs> Incredible. Good. Yeah. I'm so happy with everything that's happening I'm in this movie right, for him. I'm right with you. Yeah, so um, that's, that is like why this movie got made, as Eric was saying. I, if you told me that this was funded by the Catholic Church, hard agree. Like, that, that would not surprise me. Um, did you all clock who the director was? No. I don't
2: think I even paid
1: attention. Uh-huh. So I, I only looked this up after, but I was very curious because, like, it has a weird style to it, like a fun kind of zany style. Director's named Julius Avery, previously covered here on this uh, podcast uh, as the director of Overlord. Remember Overlord?
2: Yeah, I, I can loved, kind of see it now. I
1: loved Overlord. World War II zombies. It, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. So he's it Australian. Is a, it's a, this is a pretty movie. No, and and it has Decently that same so. sort of like zany mm-hmm. action nonsense going on at a certain, at a couple a couple Even points. before much had happened
0: in the beginning of this, I was like, why does this feel like an action movie? Like, that's so interesting you say that.
1: Yeah. So he, um, he's Australian as is, you know, our boy, um, Russell, yeah, boy. um, this movie was made for $18 million, which kind of blows my mind primarily
2: That's because
1: impressive. of the setting and this like it is so most of the action just to cover it we'll try to do this quickly it's a very basic exorcism, exorcism movie with a lot of plot around it which is to say there is this boy henry he's like 10 his mom moves him and his older sister to an abbey in spain like a defunct Abbey, like a decommissioned Abbey. It's no longer being used by the church. It was owned by her husband's family. The husband died tragically, leaves them this Abbey. And it's like, we don't have any other resources or money. So we're going to move to this Abbey. We're going to fix it up and then we're going to sell it. And that's like how we're going to live. And then we're all going to move back to the US. So there's a little bit of this like family fish out of water. That explains why they're living at this like ridiculous venue which becomes the setting for both basically the entire film there's really only five characters it's the family there's three of them it's a mort played by russell crowe and then his helper whose name i'm forgetting uh and i don't have it in front of me if someone has it but um he's like the most generic white guy priest you've ever seen in a movie
2: father escabel
1: yeah Again, like fine, like good performance by that guy, but not anything to write home. Like he's not, you. I didn't pick him up in any specific way. I don't think we've seen him or if maybe if we have, I will feel no, actually, uh No, actually,
2: we've seen him a, a t- couple times, actually. Hmm. Uh, he is played by Daniel Zovato, who we've seen in It Follows and Don't Breathe.
1: Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah.
2: And he was also in Station Eleven, which is like a,
1: a whole oh, yeah. different uh, On a TV HBO. series, but yeah. pretty prominent. Um, all right. I mean, again, but like he was he's was good. But so that's it. There's five characters in the background. You have all this like political nonsense that's happening at the Vatican. That sort of doesn't matter, although it like it comes into play, certainly at the end of the film and with the sort of like macro plot that's happening. Um, but that's about it. I don't know. I mean, we can talk about Russell Crowe and what they're trying to do here with Father Amort, um, um, Amort, uh, but yeah, Casey, uh, Amort. What, what do you think, Casey?
2: Um, so I texted. I watched this about a week ago, and I texted you guys when I first finished it, just kind of saying, "Woof, this is really dumb," and that holds up. It is really dumb, but I've softened on this movie from my original walking away from it. It was pre- when I first watched this, I was. I had a breakdown in that third act where I just kind of started rolling my eyes and it just didn't hit me well, you know, but as I get away from it, I really, I'm not a big Russell Crowe fan overall. I could take him or leave him. I thought he was really good in this. I mean, I was watching this halfway through because at first when I saw he's going to be an Italian priest, I'm like, oh lord, here we go. All I could think of was uh, Le Miz. but it's like, hey, this—he's actually really good at this, <laughs> and that was nice. Everybody is pretty good. Another known actor in here was the mom, uh, Alex. I think it's Alex Esso. Yeah, uh, was in Starry Eyes, and she's been in a bunch of other stuff oh. since then, Since we covered it too, but so yeah, I like this this is movie Eric, you had mentioned it in the plot and John talk pointed on it. This movie's got way too much plot. And I think that's where I got bogged down in this towards the end, because that's so much to kind of try and keep track of by the time you get to the end and things are getting super cheesy. I think I'm having a metamorphosis and kind of swapping places with Eric on CGI monsters. If <laughs> recently between this and that one, uh, for evil dead or yeah, I think it was evil dead rise where we disagreed on that. Um, Other than that, it's okay. I'm glad I watched it. I might watch it again sometime just because it's goofy. John. Yeah, for
1: me, this is a perfect example of really, really low expectations being fairly well exceeded. Um, I do not want to sit here and say this is an excellent movie it's not like a it's not a great movie it This is a movie that knows exactly what it wants to be and is kind of delivering it as well as you could ask for it to be delivered. The thing for me about this that and and I didn't know this and I, I had not watched the trailer, the only thing I knew about this was that it outperformed uh i believe Renfield wasn't it released the same weekend as Renfield, and I think it actually beat it at the box office I think so yeah and And I was kind of like, where the fuck? Like, I don't even know where they marketed this movie because typically, you know, especially walking around New York City, you like see billboards. Like, I didn't see anything for this movie. There may have been like a little bit, but it certainly was not, I wasn't like clocking it in a way that they were like making a big push. And then it sort of outperformed. Um, It is, it's rated R and like, God bless them. Like, these are the folks who watched The Conjuring and they were just like, you know what would be cool with The Conjuring? If it had, like, a bunch of swearing and, like, random nudity in it. It
0: took me by surprise. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Eric hit on this. Like, there's this kid. The kid is the person who is, I mean, it's always Mick a kid Jagger. who's possessed. Yeah, Mick, eight-year-old Mick Jagger. <laughs> he... um Eight or nine. <laughs> he says some filthy, filthy, filthy things. <laughs> like, this yeah, demon, this is not, like, PG-13... It's like, like, I'm, it's like I'm the devil and I'm it, angry with you. Like, it's like
0: they <laughs> took what Reagan said in the Exorcist and put it into chat GPT and we're like, hey, make this four times filthier. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um it it look, this movie, you you hit on it. There's a couple like this thing is not doing anything original in the Exorcist space. It is taking a lot of the tropes of Exorcism movies, including The Exorcist itself. I mean, like very directly. And then just saying like, fuck it. What if we did that crazier, you know? And so I was there for it. I, to me, I actually was, I thought the last act actually was like completely bonkers. And like, in a way that I was like there for it, you don't know what's going on half the time. Like the demon, we talked about this in the past. Like I get a little annoyed when the rules of the universe are not clear. This fucking demon can do whatever it wants. It is like strangling people. It's like lifting people off the ground over here. It's like locking people in rooms over here. But it also like, this is a movie where they're basically telling you like, hey, don't worry too much. Like, yeah, this blame, demon's fucking crazy.
0: If I'm being honest, John, I blame the waniverse for this kind of demon power inflation.
1: No, no. But like, I what I'm saying is like, I'm here for it because like, if you're going to have demon power inflation, just just be like, fuck it. Yeah, the demon can do whatever it wants. At no point, this movie is never really scary, but I also don't know that it's like trying to be that scary. It's 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 more like horror action movie at a certain point than anything else with like just cranking up some of the gore nonsense to, to 11, at least by exorcism movie standards, you know. It's not certainly not like on the same level as like an Evil Dead or anything. But yeah, I mean, so look, I had fun. Russell Crowe doing the accents. He speaks like three to four different languages in this film. I don't know what, like I can't, I'm not even here to say like the accents were good or bad. They're just kind of ridiculous at a certain point. Um, The, the, the Pope, I don't know if y'all saw this. Franco Nero is the actor. He was the original Django. I mean, he's sort of like an icon in, in Italian cinema. So just, I don't know. They're just doing a lot of like hammy, crazy nonsense in this movie. And I was there for it. I was going to say, Casey, you mentioned like it getting, to me, the place that got a little slow was in the middle, like the, the second act. Yeah. They're doing so much shit in this movie. And I just like zoned out for a hot second. But otherwise I was like more or less with this the whole way. It's, yeah, it's yeah, probably I, 15 minutes too long. Like they could that's have. A great. This was that's like a great way to,
2: uh, that's real quick. Eric. That's a great way to put it though. I think I zoned out in that same spot. I just never really fully recovered on that when I was watching it. That's why at the end it's kind of like, eh, whatever mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's, it was kind of perfect to get this thing. I mean, I knew it was when it came out. That's so why I was like, let's do it after my like, rant last week about just wanting to turn my brain off like which you know I get how dare you
1: make me think
0: it's not everyone's speed (laughs) but like man when I tell you this was exactly what I needed this week it is reasonably pretty to look at it's pretty breezy Russell Crowe is just chewing the shit out of the scenery and so is this kid like you know what kid actors like your mileage may vary but in 2020 or the year of our Lord 2023 John I try not to go in too hard on kid actors. Do I think he's scary? No. Is it really funny to hear some other voice actors voice come out of him and say really foul things? Yeah. Like it's if you have a movie buddy that likes dumb movies, man, like cue this thing up because there's a lot (laughs) of
1: material. Well, the kid is so like specific. I mean, you've made the point with Mick Jagger as an eight year old. Like he just has a very... Part of it is they've it given a, him
0: a real okay, dumb like Hollywood kid haircut. No kid has this haircut that he has. Like it yeah. looked like he just stepped out of a studio like makeup booth or something. It's just. Uh, like, he
2: looks like one of their. He's got like a gorilla's haircut. The band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so.
0: The other thing we I mean, we need to talk about it having a lot of plot. The, the thing to mention is that the exorcism and the family that the exorcism is happening to is a side note in the whole thing. Like the movie is really about Russell Crowe as this, like, of course he's, he's the puckish rogue priest who like, there's a token scene in the beginning where the mean priest who reminds me of the space Nazi from the star Wars prequels, the (laughs) redheaded dude, he reminds me of like a bootleg version of that. Mm -hmm. Um, little less snivelly but same kind of vibe like who's like basically like this is a stupid old thing that's not real and you're doing this and uh blah 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 (laughs) and it's (laughs) like of course because you gotta throw that in you gotta make him like a rebel but it really has no bearing on that whole movie like there's another token scene like an hour and a half later where they cut to that guy and he's like what kind of trouble is he in now? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> so like, it's just, the movie is really about this larger demon conspiracy that like the, 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 um, uh, the Spanish inquisition. Oh, well that side, no, put a pin okay. in that John cause okay. I need you to explain to me mm-hmm. about that. But the, the possession is merely a tool we learn later of this specific demon who, who wants to get Russell Crowe, this is spoilers, to this like um now haunted basilica, Abby. is that what they call it? Abbey.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I don't know what that yeah, It sure, just sounds like a fancy religious place. <laughs> like they want to the demons want to get him there to possess him specifically so that they can like wield his power as demons. And like, and there, there's all this stuff about the Spanish Inquisition and in the 1400s or something, this same demon was trying to resurrect like, oh, because what we learn is that the Abbey, that when the, when the Bible speaks about lots of angels being struck down and being sent below the soil, that that's like corporeally real and that this is one of the places where the angels were sent because they discover like a dungeon people who haven't seen this movie right now their heads are spinning but like we discover the underground dungeon where these like angel bones are which I
1: we can I think there's ta- only one of the demons like. Really? Is that yeah, not what where all the saying, dead bodies were? No no they were just Spanish Inquisition bodies. Yeah. Because man
0: they. It was like an ossuary. Much yeah. like um, much like Game of Thrones, they missed a real opportunity here to have like a creepy skeleton army rise up out of that ground. Like, how did that not
1: happen? How, joke. Well, they had, you know, it was, it was not a um, humongous budget. And then there it's were, like, so people. it's like you
0: can barely keep up with all this information coming at you. And then at the very end, for it to open up like a Marvel movie and the guy's literally like, there's hundreds of these sites across the world and like they're they're staring over a map and like it's crazy that they're hardcore like franchise setting this up so it's wild it's really silly it's not amazing i think it's too long at an hour and 45 minutes no no it's
1: definitely too long yeah i'd much
0: prefer a clean 90 we know this about me but this movie and i
1: I just think there was a lot of fat in there like even some of this narrative stuff could have been handled like in a more trim like i would have traded more exposition dumpy. Version of some of this stuff. I mean, yeah. it's it's a little exposition dumpy at times. But, anyway, you know. But the but other, just to trim the, the overall runtime.
0: But the counter argument is that when we get to the big fight at the end, that's also too long. I'm just like, I don't really care at this point. Like,
1: right. Well, it also it drags the big fight so ends long. up being. <sighs> I liked. Okay, so what ends up happening <laughs> as Eric is setting up, this demon is possessing this boy to lure the exorcist because he wants to then be in the body of the exorcist to then get to the Vatican and then infiltrate the Vatican, which was, and this is like a a conspiracy theory thing. I mean, maybe this is like based on something else, but the Inquisition, the premise here is they discovered that the Inquisition which was caught, you know, again, I don't know the exact history of the Inquisition, but basically they're like reading these old, you know, manuscripts they find in the basement of this Abbey. And it's like, oh, Father Jimmy, who was Queen Isabella's right-hand person from the church, was actually possessed by a demon. So when he convinced her to do the Spanish Inquisition, that was actually a demon convincing her to do the Inquisition. I thought
0: that was pretty interesting because like what it does is hand wave all of this stuff that's happened in history is like, the devil did it. You didn't yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, it, totally. Yeah, 100%. All this like bad stuff that humans did. I mean, well, I get that that's like the divide between like religion, not religion,
1: but like. But then it was but then interesting. Russell Crow, the, the the like even further discovery is Russell Crowe is like, oh, but also the church knew that that was a demon that did the Inquisition, but hid it. Right. Because it did, they didn't want to make the church look bad. And so it's like, it's like layers of conspiracy on top of conspiracy. Crazy.
0: John, I'm going to admit something to you right now. Mm-hmm. I don't really actually know what the Spanish Inquisition was. Could you elevator pitch it for me?
1: I mean, I'm not like an expert, but I believe from it, it was basically a version of like the Salem Witch Trials, but like went on for a hundred, hundreds or so. Trying to, or paranoid,
0: to to trying to weed out like non-believers or something.
1: But
2: it was Correct. more towards uh, the Jewish folks, right? Uh, I no, think. no, I think it was like everyone. I don't think it was, I thought it was the Catholic. Okay.
1: Ju- e- it was
0: a judicial institution that lasted between 1478 and 1834, so it's like 70 some years. Its ostensible purpose no, was no, to no. combat— 14 to 18 something 14—oh, I'm sorry, that's 400 years. Its yeah. ostensible purpose was to combat heresy in Spain, but in practice it resulted in consolidating power in the monarchy of the newly unified Spanish kingdom. It's yeah. brutal methods led yeah. to widespread death and stuff. It was
1: like the kind of thing where they would like torture someone and be like, we heard you were acting against the right, church. Right, like, right. tell us three other people who were acting against the church. It's yeah. like that and movie would, we watched, uh,
0: Devils.
2: Yeah. Kind of, yeah. sure. Kind of. Huh? Um, well, yeah, that is the Spanish Inquisition, so you're right.
0: Yeah, so the, uh, in reality, the purpose of the Spanish Inquisition stemmed from the Christians' fear that the growing Jewish population would become more powerful than themselves.
1: Yeah, there, so the there Jews go, were PC a threat Rear. to the
0: monarchy, and the Catholic monarchs saw the Inquisition as a way to root out the source of one of their biggest problems.
1: Um, it was also demons. Yeah. Maybe. Psych. Just as a, you know. For complete
2: honesty, I only do that because Mel Brooks' Spanish Inquisition is my favorite thing ever. Well, it's (laughs) like
0: I know the joke and I know it as like a reference that people make, but I don't. I'm just, listen, John. You don't have to know everything. It's okay to admit when you don't know something. I like to represent that contingent for people because I want people to not be afraid out there to just say, Hey, I don't know this thing, Mr. Schnars, could you explain it to me? So I didn't want to yeah. be
1: the person who you were putting on the spot and being like, I don't know anything about it, but, you know, well, I clearly I didn't. Too bad. Um so, all right, so what I, where I was going with this though is the demon lures the exorcist. The he then the whole game the exorcist in this I can't remember. I don't think this is in I mean, it's it's come up in other exorcist movies, but not maybe the exorcist the 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 exorcist game is to figure out the demon's name because once he knows the name the specific name of the demon then they can actually exorcise the demon um so that's sort of like the detective story that's going on with russell crowe and and his buddy um the demon is trying to use their own sins against them by the way their sins not that aggressive like as sins go like the the one guy like was a priest but like maybe like lusted after a woman one time i don't know and then like russell crowe there was like a woman he was trying to help but then he didn't help her and she killed himself or killed herself and it's like bro if you're gonna hold that like you if you're trying to help people like sometimes it's not gonna work out and if you're gonna hold every one of those against yourself it, like you're gonna it, be in trouble
0: it really is insane that there's nudity in this movie I, you reminded me because both of those storylines that's where we get it from right like the the demon is giving them visions of these women and they're nude because this movie just from every pore of it exudes PG 13 horror movie, yeah. but that's not yeah. what it is. And it's like such a, it just, well, the, I don't the, know what it is. It's just not what you're expecting going in.
1: The demon is very violent. So like this demon, isn't just like giving you a bruise, like poking you till you have a bruise. It's like throwing the mom and the daughter all over this house. Yeah, <laughs> he's like slamming them against the wall, like it's picking them very, up and um, Which them and insidious?
0: Stuff. Which insidious was it where Lynn Shea
1: was like body slamming? Uh, further I think ghosts. the second one, <laughs> the third yeah. one, maybe it was like that. Yeah. Um. But uh. But no. And so then it's like the whole g- it's the game is that it has to convince. It wants to possess Russell Crowe, but it, he basically has to like accept the demon. Now. It's a little absurd. Again, this is where like you get into like the plot holes are, are enormous because the demon can do whatever it wants. So it's basically like torturing everyone until Russell Crowe is like, yes, please like enter me demon. But then it enters him with the idea that it's going to like use him to get into the Vatican. But it also like makes his eyes black like he doesn't he like no longer like looks healthy or acts normal so what is he just gonna like wander into the vatican (laughs) right right right
0: even going back all the way to the beginning of the movie you just kind of reminded me of this he seems so shocked when he discovers that the boy is genuinely possessed which is weird to me because like aren't you i understand like he explains in an early scene that a lot of people are not actually possessed, even though they mm. believe they are. And that he just needs to kind of psychologically lead them in the right place. But, but but I'm still to presume that he's met real demons before. But then when this demon kind of reveals itself by just, it's stupid. Like, he's just like, he knows his name. Um, he yeah. Russell Crow, Crow freaks out. And I'm like, aren't you this badass exorcist dude that scene also doesn't make sense because he doesn't react until the demon says his name but like 30 seconds before the demon says his name the demon says to him i'm not some idiot you can trick into going into a pig which is a direct reference to the first scene of the movie so like yeah Yeah. why was it the name that was just maybe was editing or something i don't know
2: yeah because i mean i i didn't think about the comment about the pig uh During that scene, but I just took it as, you know, that was how he knew it was a real demon because the demons would have the power to know his real name for whatever reason. I mean, it's demon shit, right?
1: Demon shit. That could have been the subtitle of this movie.
2: It could have. The Pope's
1: Pope's Exorcist, Colin. Demon shit. Yeah. Um, uh, What else was the other thing I wanted to bring up about? Russell Crowe and oh, well, so the climax, right? He, so he gets possessed. He's like wrestling. And and like we see this, it's set up earlier because the boy, there's a moment where they like sort of knock the demon off kilter and then they're like, Henry, you gotta reject the demon. And so Russell Crowe is sort of like having a similar internal battle between him and the demon. Um, but then the demon becomes externalized and then they're like two evil women like Sin, you know, ciphers are like fighting them. And it becomes like, it does become like a WWE tag match
0: I know. Like, with, with
1: the demons. Again, I love like, but the that's visual the moment... of the, the fire pit, the like lava pit was, yeah, was that cool was, visual.
0: that was cool. When the blood lady like, turned into boils for a second and then exploded. Yeah, that was pretty explode. cool, yeah. Too. yeah,
1: yeah, No, awesome. They did,
0: in this, like, lava vortex scene, I think really missed an opportunity for, like, a bunch more stuff to come out, but that's just me.
1: There I were mean, I think they were, they everywhere. were
0: picking everywhere. their battles. John, John, you know battle. John, do you know what the <laughs> greatest scene in the history of movies is? Um, oh, God. Is You're going to tell me, I guess. End the ending scene of Knobs and Broomsticks when Angela Lansbury animates medieval armor to fight yeah. invading Nazis,
1: I thought you were going to say uh, Jason and the Argonauts when the like skeletons also are running. In. Very
0: good. I love a good animated skeleton, especially if it still yeah. has on its original garments. That's a great effect. They just <laughs> missed out. I'm just saying. Don't tell me there's a bunch of bodies down there and not animate them. Yeah, fair. fair. We but, had everything else.
2: Schnarz mentioned the the little kind of bumper we got at the end, hinting towards them franchising this thing out because we find out that there's hundreds more sites like this and the church has sending those two after them to take them out. So they could franchise. My first thought is if we're going to get more goofy demon hunting action movies, I'm kind of down for it honestly
0: i mean i kind of have the same thought (laughs) like i would watch now uh, again clean 90 but sure let's do it
1: yeah no i mean eric made the point earlier like we've got the conjuring verse with ed and lorraine warren like this is a more suitable package for me and i wonder did you happen to look at the box
0: office john because that's the only problem is like you can crank a Conjuring movie out for like a few million bucks, right? But like,
1: well, yeah. the, they this, spend- the,
0: this, the scope of the effects and the sets and the actors, like it's going to cost money to just churn these.
1: No, no. I looked at it. So this was, they they spent 18 million on this, um, which I believe is more than the first Conjuring, but the second Conjuring was pretty expensive. Um The second Conjuring budget, I'm trying to, I mean, those movies made a fuckload of money, so no one's complaining. Um, This movie made 70 million bucks so far. Like, that's, oh, so budget for Conjuring 2 is 40 million. So this was half of Conjuring 2. Now, Conjuring 2 did 300 million at the box office. This has done 70 in three weeks. It's probably done. But, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, it kind of gives us a little bit of, it gives me a catholic indiana jones vibe right what's your yeah, main protagonist I mean, yeah. love with you yeah, know with the thought of a franchise way right? more Dude, like it's I'm way gorier
0: i gotta oh, say yeah. i'm into old man russell crowe with the beard and the italian accent like he's doing it for well, me
1: the thing we haven't mentioned is this movie's kind of funny like like what russell crowe is doing a is little meant bit, to yeah, be funny. It's a little bit funny. he's a it's a shtick he's got yeah, yeah he's drinking like he literally makes this point about like he's like drinking whiskey out of a flask at, at several points in the movie. That's like a, it's like a meant to be a joke. Um, no, it's, it is, it's, it's tongue in cheek, you know, like it's, I don't think any of this movie is meant to be taken too seriously. And they sort of signal that to you pretty yeah. early on. Uh, well, the well, first and- sequence is he gets the demon to jump into a pig and then they show the pig's head getting blown off. Like
2: <laughs> it's crazy. Well, honestly, they, and they perfectly explained a way that, funniness of this movie and the way he's acting because he tells uh father escabel at one point he's like that's my favorite thing to do if it's a demon or whatever if it's or if i encountered satan i'd tell him a joke he yeah. hates jokes
1: yeah 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 because he does he's like he's yeah. like yucking it up with the henry demon
0: um levi on youtube says the sequel is already in development
1: yeah now. That, that makes a ton of sense writer strike Couple yeah, more I mean, bad that's going to like, you it, know, maybe No, not. I mean, they're not developing anything. If they had a yeah. script on, they could be making it right now, but
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they got too much written on that one ahead of time just because they you probably couldn't have predicted this one going so well.
1: But the beauty of this, and it's similar to The Conjuring, right? It's like there's a ton of scripts, I'm sure, floating around that can be shoehorned into, oh, you had a like Exorcism movie, what if Russell Crowe was the exorcist, you know, and it, and yeah. it was a father of more franchise thing. Or you so. had a
2: ghost movie. What if your ghost was a demon? Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: All right. Anything Julius else? Julius Avery though. I'm, I'm down this director. I'm, I'm here for That's an he's got of, uh, Has
0: up. he, did he do anything in between those two movies?
1: There's another movie he did called son of a gun that I think is a, um, Australian movie. It has, uh, what's his name in it I was just looking at this Son of a Guns is first movie then Overlord oh he did a movie called Samaritan and like I had seen this movie this was like a direct to Amazon like Amazon Prime it's Sylvester Stallone it's basically um so he did something oh. he did one movie between those two Well and and Samaritan came out in 22 like it just came out recently it's um this Samaritan movie I read the 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 description and it sort of sounds like what's a uh, Oh, fuck. What's the Bruce Willis, the second M. Night movie, um, Unbreakable? Oh, yeah. It sort of sounds like that, where Sly plays like a, you know, over the hill, like superhero who's like in hiding yeah. and then becomes like a crime fighter, you know, whatever. I remember hearing that. I might about go watch then. it, though, because I like this director.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the... Action movie elements of this are fairly subtle. I mean, they're not like jarring for an exorcism movie. He really works them in and combines it really well. And it's I'm kind of surprised how well it works just for entertainment.
1: Well, and Eric mentioned the like exploding demon at the end. There's like one other really gory shot. I can't remember what what it was. Where there's like a blood explosion, and you're like, well, I mean, the pig getting shot in the head was yeah, pretty. Yeah.
0: Well, the the um the mean priest gets blood vomited in the face too, oh, which is funny. Yeah, by I the like pope, popped, I popped pretty hard for that. Yeah,
1: that's the pope, <laughs> right? Right, who's right. like become possessed by reading a note that he found in a book, and then blood vomits all over. It. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, pretty, pretty yeah, that was also like, yeah. it was like neon red blood. It was like not even attempting to be like looking like blood.
2: Well, I did. it. I love too, as all that stuff started happening around the Pope and stuff. And that one uh, bishop or whatever, that was the modern bishop that didn't believe in the biblical monsters and heaven and hell and stuff. They had a quick shot of him in the background, basically going, <laughs> Well,
1: Well, he was the American.
2: Yeah. All the other
1: folks are from like other parts of the world. And I'm pretty sure that was the only American cardinal or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Good times, guys. Love it. If you had told me a week ago that I would have been pretty pumped to be watching the Pope's Exorcist, uh, I would have called you a fucking crazy person.
0: <laughs> Isn't life neat like that sometimes? Yeah, John? sometimes it works. Surprises out. you.
2: Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to watch it again. I've really kind of come around on it. I
0: can, hmm. Now again is getting a little crazy, but I I understand. Casey, uh, would you recommend this? Yeah, I think so. John. Yeah, I think so too. I'm also going to say yes. I don't think I get, I mean, like, I got plenty of room in my top 10 list. I could put it in there just for shits and gigs, but like,
1: yeah, yeah it, that's it, crazy. It it's not be a, gonna
0: hang around. <laughs> it would be a sad year where it would stay there. And the last couple of years, I do feel like we've gotten to like June, same point in the year. And I've been like, I don't have enough stuff in my list. And then it turns out to be fine. But I'm, yeah, I'm getting yeah. a little worried. Yeah. So, I wouldn't,
1: you know. I wouldn't worry.
0: All right, y'all. That's going to do it for our review of The Pope's Exorcist. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail.
2: New Line Cinema presents a startling new vision from the director of The Crow on the edge of reality and the threshold of illusion lies a world beyond all imagination. I call them strangers. The city, everyone in it, is their experiment. It makes them match our memories. There's no way out! Can Dark City, rated R, starts Friday, February 27th. Hi, this is Doc Bradley, pinhead from the Hellraiser movies, welcoming you to Bloody Good Horror.
0: been playing that new uh that there's Zelda.
1: <sighs> guys zelda. That's how i considered they, that's how they say in boston casey i considered telling you i was too sick to do the show so that i could play zelda <laughs> let's just put it that way
0: man is this where i out myself as the only person who played breath of the wild and didn't like it I mean,
2: you know, I never finished it.
1: Th- I'm not th- even There's something into- clearly broken in both right. of you. That, I'm not even going to get fine. into it because the
0: people who love that game refuse to hear anything negative about it, and I don't want to get into that river. But you can I, say whatever
1: you want, negative about it. I'm just gonna like. Oh, I, don't know. I will say uh, that
0: the building stuff in this new one looks cool, and I do like messing around with systems like that.
1: Yeah, it's um. I mean, look, like it might be the last video game ever played. Like it could, like if you told me. <laughs> In 15 years, I was still like knocking around on this Stop game. I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. Stop it. I just like, I don't, I don't have, like, I mean, all I have is a Switch. So like, unless they release like a new Switch and like a new Zelda, maybe I'll play that. But otherwise, you know. Interesting. I just, dude, I went back and played Breath of the Wild again. Like, mm, it was probably like a year ago. And then I played it over the course of like six months just because like, it's just great. That's all I need. I don't need anything else. I'm very, I'm very content. It is like, well, it's like you, I mean, I did do a Stardew Valley replay uh, recently, you know, it's like that. It's like, uh, I got the games that make me feel good. I don't need other games. So I I very
0: much understand that.
1: Anyone who liked Breath of the Wild, like this is better than Breath of the Wild. It's sort of like, it takes Breath of the Wild and then it like does it even more. Now here's my one question. How
0: fast does it ramp up, ramp you up with stuff like stamina and doodads and powers and stuff? Because I was... The progression of the first one annoyed me.
1: Well, it's it's very similar to the first one in that you get the powers in the beginning. Like the, the basically like But they're not very the powerful. First, well I mean in the first I don't know, we, we can we can get like, into it. Like
0: is it accelerated a little bit, is my question. Like.
1: not I mean, not really. I, I guess I'm not even understanding when you say the powers. Like there's like four like game mechanics like that you like learn... like but that's it. Like and it's very similar. Like you have four of them like the you did stamina in the first game. thing, just
0: Whatever, John. I told you I didn't want to get into this, John. Jesus Christ.
1: Well, but like that's that's all like a gameplay decision. Like you can go ramp up your stamina by just like hunting shrines if you want.
0: Like you don't have to I don't do puzzles either. That's my other thing. I don't like puzzles. Oh games. well. Okay. That's yeah. like
1: eighty percent of Zelda is like puzzles, yeah. basically. So
2: I like the I like the puzzles and stuff and the game mechanics. I get I struggle with open world games.
0: Oh, see that? I'm very, I'm very into open world games, but I do have specific tastes in what they are.
2: I get hung up on worrying if I'm just exploring and finding stuff. I'm like, well, what if I stumble into the area that's too high? Then I'm going to get frustrated, or I'm going <laughs> to find what's too easy, and then I overthink it and I just put it down.
1: Ah, oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it, John.
2: I haven't really—you just gotta, now. you
1: just gotta let yourself ease into it. That's what it's all about, you know.
2: Yeah. I'll try it again at some point. In if fact, it ever let's goes wrap, on sale. Guys,
1: let's wrap this up so I can go fucking keep playing.
2: <laughs> what are we doing here?
1: Damn, bro. All right,
0: fine. Um, <laughs> one email this week from Gina. If you could live in any horror movie, what would it be and why mm. live in a horror movie? How about Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Because <laughs> when I was a kid, I always thought it was cool that that one dude had a swimming pool in his house.
2: Yeah. Even <laughs> though he was mean. Francis. I was trying yeah. to think
1: of, like, a sci-fi horror movie that had, like, cool mm. tech. But, like, if I didn't have to be part of the horror part, I could just, like, live in the other part of the world. It was, like, kind of cool.
0: Prometheus. <laughs> yeah. shiny, <a> little shiny <laughs> sci-fi.
2: Yeah. They
0: have yeah. pods that you just get into, and it just fixes whatever you got going on.
1: That would be cool. I mean,
2: in the same vein as Schnars that that uh, there was that movie of Chris Pratt and um, Jennifer Lawrence. They're out in space on that generation ship. Did we up cover I like that? News. I know what movie you're talking about, but I couldn't remember when watching it. I can't show? remember. I was thinking Dude, that,
1: too.
0: I saw an insane trailer today for a Jennifer Lawrence movie. I do not know what it's called. It is an R-rated comedy. Yeah. The the story is that she needs money so she doesn't lose her house, and so she agrees to to like fake date an awkward 19-year-old and be given a car by his parents. And by date, I mean bang, basically yeah just an insane 2010 ass um, looking movie i've
1: i haven't seen the trailer but i've heard of this movie and it was being compared to you remember bad teacher uh yeah. similar kind of vibe it's yeah. well and that movie did really well it's like dude it's, it's really like hard teacher, out there for comedies
0: it's like bad teacher plus that movie with where um the porn stars like,
1: uh, took yeah, kids yeah. to
2: Make prom the, it's yeah. like those yeah. two uh, movies mashed uh, together is what it looks like it's called no hard feelings but that's it does look the, pretty hilarious. That's J Law. Was it like the That's girl, the J Law movie. <laughs> was that
0: movie like the girl next door or something? Girl <laughs> next door. Yeah, yeah. 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 With yeah, Tim yeah. Tim
1: Oliphant and uh, Emil Hirsch, Elisha Cuthbert. Elisha Cuthbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good movie too.
0: I, speaking of Elisha Cuthbert, I saw The House of Wax
1: for the first time yesterday.
0: Ooh, what? Nice. It's pretty good. Dude,
1: yeah. I so that came out I think two thousand four, two thousand five. We were in college. We were at Beach Week. We were all super hungover because we had been like drinking for like several days. Beach Week. Everyone brew. was like, they were like, hey, we're going to go see. Remember Ridley Scott made, I think it was called Kingdom of Heaven. It's like yeah, a three hour. of it. They were like, we're going to go see Kingdom of Heaven. And I was like, cool, but I'm too hungover for that. I'm going to see House of Wax instead. Wow, and I, went, I love this
0: <laughs> baby Schnars picked
1: House of Wax. I like Dude, that. Dude,
0: I, I saw it by myself. I mean, come on. That's I was, a good I was, part. Of, that's a nice new was, part to add to your mythos.
1: I was deep, I was pretty deep in the horror, you know, but that was one of the first times I'd probably seen a movie by myself. Cause they were all like, really? What you like? You're going to go in there? And I was like, fucking. The thing X. is, yeah.
0: I don't know what I would have thought of it at the time. Cause at the time I probably, I didn't watch it for a reason. I'm sure like it just looked like whatever, but, um, it was pretty it's entertaining. It's not good. No, it's, <laughs> it's bad, not but it's pretty entertaining. And Nothing it's nice. Little, it's a fun little time capsule. Paris, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton's in it. Yeah. Um, yeah and then a There's bunch some, of. Like, I
1: remember doesn't someone get stabbed in the eye? Isn't there an ice stab? A stabbed? bunch of teen show
0: actors yeah, from so. the time. It's like Supernatural Dude and um One Tree Hill dude whose name is missing me at yeah.
1: Well that was also a um wasn't that a universal reboot of like an old universal property? It was yeah. uh not universal. Well, well not,
0: uh, it was an old thing. Vincent Price joint. Yeah, yeah, but I
1: thought I well, I thought that was one of the universal house of wax. In any event. Like, yeah, he, uh, who directed that? Let's look it up. Andre. Yeah, I was just looking. House of Wax is Jean-Colette Serra. I, I 1953, know
0: it was um, a remake by Warner Bros. of their 1933 film. Oh. Oh, uh, Warner. Okay. Mystery of the Wax. So it's been remade multiple times. That's
1: interesting. So House yeah. of Wax director has since brought us Orphan. And the shallows. Ooh, okay. Yeah, nice.
0: I wish I know that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Guys, guys got it. What can I say? No,
1: he's yeah, dude. He's he's in the fam. We're um, we're, you know, we're pro that dude. Casey, what do we got on Twitter tonight?
2: <laughs> All right, we only got one tweet this week.
0: Hashtag askBGH is how you tweet us.
2: You betcha. Um, ask a question, we'll give you answers. Uh, this one this week comes from at Well Horror from over at the Well Adjusted Horror Podcast. Tooth pull or colonoscopy, what is scarier? Oh, I would say colonoscopy mainly because like, I haven't had one.
0: I've literally canceled see? one colonoscopy for, out of pure anxiety. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> colonoscopy Which does like, not scary. You know me.
0: what? I'm, you know what? I'm an adult. I don't have to do. It. Here, so here's part of the thing. It's actually not the procedure that scares me, it's the prep. If you've ever read through those prep things, yeah, like yeah, no. I, I can't do it. They're like drink 150 gallons of this stuff that's gonna melt your insides, and I'm just like, I don't think I can do it, guys. Yeah. My dad, so my dad, <laughs> when he does it, he refuses to do the um, dri- the whatever the like laxative is. So he has to go on a full liquid diet for five straight days before he does it, and he does it. That's what he does every year. Just Good doesn't Lord. eat like a psycho. You, like how when do you do, do that?
1: a liquid diet? Can you have like the protein shakes?
0: No, I don't think protein, there's two different cuts. So there's like, so what they do is for a few days before you do like what's called like a generalized liquid diet, which Mm -hmm. is you can have like rice cereal, which is like pablum kind of yeah, yeah, and some things like that. And I think you can have bone broth or something, but it can't have any fat in it.
1: Gotcha. Like no fat. Yeah.
0: Um, and then for the 24 hours before it's like pure, you're on like Gatorade, but even that's like only certain colors. Like you can't have certain dies it's i can't do it john
1: yeah i don't know they told me i had my physical uh like a week ago and he's like hey you know uh, colonoscopy at 45 i was like well
0: i have family i have family history too so like i need to and i have stomach issues
1: so i haven't done my my mom's in the hospital for her colon right now so uh i think i have family history (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) yeah it's not great I've I've gotten the uh, guilt lecture a time or two from my doctor, so I need to get one scheduled.
1: Uh, You know, I'll do it. I'm, you know, but. In fact, I then missed
0: a follow-up appointment for some stomach stuff, and they're now charging me like $100, so fuck them.
2: Oh, damn. I don't know, like,
1: well, whatever. All right, we don't need to get into it. What? I just, like, did you make the appointment and didn't go?
0: When I canceled, they're like, well, you still have this follow-up about this other thing, because I have multiple Stomach problems. Yeah, they're like, you still have this follow up about this other thing. Do you want to just keep it? I'm like, yeah, fine, sure. So it was like, not really on my radar. And I just completely forgot about it. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: All right. So I
0: literally remembered I
1: missed it when I got the bill in the mail. Well, and then usually they're like, just so you know, we have a cancel, it, you know, whatever. But
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Cool. Didn't you want That's to That's it all for that?
2: uh, Yeah. This has been colonoscopy chat. That's right. <laughs> All right, that's it for tweet, Eric. Anything on Instagram? Well, Let's check it out.
1: Do you have like logging into Instagram music that you want to play here? Or should and you
0: just.
2: The Inquisition. I mean, so many
0: of these are just jokes. Would you have? Would this have been better casted with Brock Lesnar? It's a trick question. Everything is better with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Who's scarier, Russell Crowe or the devil? Uh, Russell Crowe seems like the kind of guy that would have a drink with the devil. I don't know what that means, and I stand by yeah, it. Yeah,
1: like I don't like I don't know. Anyway, is Russell Crowe like has he been canceled or something? Like, should we not Probably. say anything? Nice I don't know. Um, he seems like a cool hang. I mean. If you were like the like guy here. you would call Russell Crowe and be like, "Hey man, like where's a cool place to get a drink?" And I he'd be down for whatever. If you know yeah, yeah right.
2: but he also seems like the type that take you out for a good place for a drink, but if you don't keep an eye on him, it could get out of hand.
1: Mm-hmm, <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you hoping this becomes a franchise? I'd be
2: okay with
1: it. We're here for number 2. I agree.
0: Um, who is the Pope's exorcist exorcist? <laughs> To which I replied, no, that's the one you want. You want yeah. the one that he relies on,
2: you know. Well, that'd be Father Escabel, wouldn't it? What was the
0: last actual good themed Exorcist movie? They always seem terrible to me.
2: Oh, um, I don't know. Not that one with Anthony Hopkins. I mean, for sure. the
0: last one I can pull from my brain immediately is The Last Exorcism.
2: Oh, yeah. The Last Exorcism is great.
0: Yeah. Um, I will also accept that one scene and This Is The End.
2: Is that uh, Last Exorcism, the one with the uh, blonde gal that was like hanging above the bed, bent over yeah, backwards? It's like a found yeah. footage joint. That's a good one.
1: Um, I mean, The Conjuring. We were ripping on them earlier a little bit, but like The Conjuring films are like well made. That like obviously the, your mileage will vary
2: based on the film. Um,
1: but you know,
2: I don't know. I can't accept that because that would then. I mean you have to accept the Warrens as exorcists, and I'm not. That.
1: Well, it's that, like, what? Yeah, but if that's not what they're doing, what are they doing? I don't know.
2: Yeah, so. true. Eric. Here's,
1: a big,
0: here's a completely random question, John. What is mm. your favorite date? Not like, calendar oh, date, oh. like oh. a thing mm. you might do with your lady friend. <sighs>
1: Mm. what is it we're all old man yeah like we my wife and i get to go out like just the two of us like twice a year here's a
0: question here's a hypothetical you're out there john you're out there okay and you procure a date with a fine lady Mm -hmm. is movie good choice or bad choice because the problem with the movie is you're not having a chance to talk
2: no, like, yeah. it's yeah. a
1: little awkward, right? It's not first
2: date, like right. why, you might, yeah. you know. No, I'm assuming you got to start with like coffee date or something, right?
0: Hmm. Yeah, like a restaurant, like dinner, lunch, yeah, yeah whatever.
1: I want uh, alcohol to be involved. That's that's <laughs> for me and for her. We know, yeah. John, we know.
2: Please note, <laughs> my wife and I have been together for thirty years. I got nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I good. love a good. I love a good dinner. I'm a I'm a dinner date kind of guy. I'm, I'm basic. I'm a basic. Gentlemen in that way. Yeah.
0: I'll
1: tell you my problem with a big dinner
0: date, John. You kind of weighed down afterwards. You know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, you know, Eric, you just got to, you got to pace yourself, (laughs) power through.
2: I do think, and it's something I haven't done yet just because we're lazy. I would be down. I think a great date right now at my age would be me and my wife. we got a lot of those arcade bars or barcades that have opened up around Indy. I think that'd be a blast. Go to like a pinball bar, play games, and have a couple drinks
0: i agree um are we about to see bad horror movies being released because of the writer strike now is nothing yeah. even being shot right now is everything just ground to halt
1: no so uh, things they just can't do writing right now so if you have a but finished there's no script, other unions holding out out of like solidarity that's the part i wasn't clear on n- not yet the directors yet,
2: are, individuals are
1: yeah, but even that, like, I mean, if things were like in progress, I don't think people, because like, you know, if an actor is like, oh, I'm not going to work because the writer strike, like that fucks over all the, you know, right. the gaffers and the camera people, like everybody down the line gets screwed. Um, but uh, no, so like a lot of the studios stockpiled scripts. The issue just becomes if you like are shooting and you're like, oh, we need to change the script. Like that's where it gets tricky. You can't, like, you, you
0: can't you, get a punch up.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can't. Now, like can you edit it and post? You're like technically you can't change the dialogue. I don't know exactly what the rules are, right, but there's like, lots of saying, rules. You can't change the dialogue, but like if you shoot what you have that's actually on paper and then after the fact you like edit it or move it around, I think that's okay because a director can sort of do that or a producer, but the Be- you cannot the question, write new dialogue and things like that. It begs
0: the question how many changes studio changes end up being what the bad thing was like is it better like
1: <laughs> yeah well um, yeah the thing that's fucked um first is tv because like that stuff isn't on on like a more rolling production term. basis and right. like that stuff gets like rewritten a lot more sort of as it's on the fly like I, there's a lot of movies that have been stockpiled and like will be released over the next like six to eight months and then there's a lot of scripts that may or may not be able to be shot Mm-hmm. But, but especially the direct, like the, the directors like the, and the uh, actors are about to start negotiating as well. And like, if those go sideways, like, then you're going to get a full shutdown because then the other guilds won't work and so
2: on and so yeah. forth. So, yeah, it's hardest on like, cause like it's killed uh, SNL's season this well, year. Yeah. Those and live shows of, and whatnot. Cause those are, those are you sometimes like changing dialogue the day of.
1: Yeah. Well, the late night shows, like they write that show every day. Yeah. So it's, yeah, they're done.
0: Uh, Does anyone actually enjoy religious horror or are we just chasing the exorcist dragon still? You know who I think loves religious horror? I think normies love it.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know. We did, we've gotten into this in other episodes. So like, whatever, we don't need to like, I mean, and I'm sure it'll come up again. I kind of hate it. Like I usually don't love it because it's, it's just like, it's like magic, right? It's like, oh, well, anything is possible. Like, and there's a bunch of that happening in this movie. Right.
0: And I imagine if you're a more religious person, it might be more, uh, I don't know, scary, but I, I, I'm also sure there are people that are not religious people that just enjoy it.
1: For whatever well, reason. it's, I, I'm okay with it if it is like internally consistent and this movie like is internally consistent enough. It's wacky, but internally consistent enough to like work. No, like the whole thing about like what, you know, holy water makes the demon scared, but then like the demon isn't scared. Like the end of this movie hinges on them putting those like special symbols yeah. that they have like on their foreheads and then the demons explode. Like my thing is like those?
0: But it but it's not just exorcism movies. Like the if the Wanniverse has done one terrible thing to the genre in the last now like almost 15 years, it's that there's now like a little bit of religious stuff and everything. Like those movies aren't technically possession movies, but they kind of are. And like, it's all no, about I mean, yeah. the holy person and the belief and the fucking Bible. It's all. So like, sure. even the movies that are not straight exorcism movies, it's just a lot of it. Cause there's so well, much still supernatural stuff coming out. But
2: even that, like who supernatural stuff doesn't have to,
1: a, is a
0: you know, like a religious movie.
2: Well, some yeah. of it comes down to like context and, Like if they're pushing messages and stuff where because like Pope's Exorcist, that's part of what makes this one fun is that they're not preachy at all. You don't feel like you're taking in a church servant, even though this is a very Catholic and very Catholic church. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're not being like asked to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior as you're watching this movie. No, I mean, Eric, look like we could definitely sit here and come up with like purely secular horror movies there are plenty like those exist a lot of the slashers obviously like but anything that has any kind of like haunting element you're immediately like okay now there's a ghost where is the ghost coming from is it coming from heaven or hell (laughs) like what happened in
0: its life that it needs to be have
1: resolved so this is where like insidious is i can't remember if there's any i assume there's some christian overtones in that but it's pretty secular because like as much as we joke about the further the further or whatever yeah. the fuck, like it's basically hell but like not i hell. think that in <laughs> my know? mind yeah. i
0: think that in my mind i cross them all over with the Warrens
1: movies well yeah no no those w- when we joke about the water like the insidious movies are technically a different universe than the conjuring movies annabelle and the nun are part of the conjuring Conjuring
0: Nun, obviously
1: much more apparently religious it's called the nun so yes it's religious
2: (laughs) i don't know but also at least for me it depends on how Goofy, they're leaning into like the Catholic mythos and stuff like that. this stuff with the way they're laying out this little world and the demons cut there. Those sites where the angels fell to Earth and there's hundreds of them and whatnot that's building kind of a fantastical element around it. And it's fun Or, But even if you get into like the demonology and the weird stuff, that's what makes the religious movies more fun to me. Well,
1: yeah, because the other example is like the Paranormal Activity movies, which are demon movies and like like rely on a lot of Judeo-Christian kind of nonsense in sort of explaining what's going on with the demon. But there's yeah. no religious stuff in those movies, at least that I can like at any point does a priest like come to the house in those movies? I can't remember.
2: I think they had one of them, they had a bruja
1: come, didn't they? If she was doing yeah, well, spells, but exactly. Like that's not, I mean yeah, that's not Christian.
2: <laughs> that's certainly not the, yeah.
1: No, Sacrosent. but like
0: If we're talking about demons, that's enough for me to be like, yeah, all right, like, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and like the most recent paranormal activity one, the one that's like the Amish village or or something like that. You know, it's Christianish, I guess. But you know what I really want to see in this?
0: This movie made me think about it, and the uh, not the Conjuring, the original Insidious, like almost does this in an interesting way. I am obsessed with those old religious books, and they're they're actual depictions of demons those just insane crazy looking things that they drew and they no one's ever just fully done that just taken that at face value and been like this is what a demon looks like the insidious demon is probably the closest i've seen to it because they're silly they kind of look like where the wild things are crossed <laughs> with like a demon like i want to see full outer proportion weirdly drawn like those things just oh, printed to, yeah, to yeah. film i, I think that would be about. kind of amazing honestly
2: well, speaking of that, I meant to bring this up in the big show discussion, but that's what kind of made me chuckle with this movie, too. They went with Asmodeus, or I think is how they pronounce it. Yeah. I've also Amodious heard it pronounced Asmodeus. That's a pretty big demon. Well, from and,
1: yeah, and and like they do set that up, like he he's like yeah. the king demon, basically.
2: Um, they kind of came out swinging that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: Here is for you, Schnars. Will David Gordon Green's Exorcist be better or worse than this?
2: Oh.
0: Maybe worse. Maybe worse, guys.
1: Honestly, if it's better, I'm going to be really excited. Remember, we liked the first Halloween.
0: That's a very safe yeah. thing to say, John. If it's better, I'll be excited.
1: No, I mean, like, yeah, The honestly, I'm going to go in with pretty low expectations and be pleasantly surprised. That's, that's my goal. Mm-hmm.
2: I would go in with reasonable expectations. I'm going in with reasonable expectations and expecting him. If he gets a sequel, that that's where he's going to fucking up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Got him. <laughs> Let's, we tricked him into this one.
0: Can you yeah. guys review the 1981 movie possession?
1: Oh, that's been on the oh, top that's of a our great list. Movie. It's been yeah. high on the list. I thought we did,
0: but maybe I just watched it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you did watch it, and then we talked about it. It was on Joe it. Bob, I think, wasn't it?
0: I watched Plus. it before that, but I think it was, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it was on Shudder. I don't know if it still is. but they, Maybe they, that's they what it
2: right was. Because uh, our friend Joe Ferry got very excited on Slack when it hit Shudder, so.
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's a decent little movie. Um, for old time's sake, what does Movie Guide think? Of the Pope's Exorcist.
1: <laughs> and I pulled it up, John, if
0: you're curious. Mm.
1: Hi. Is it still a functioning website, I assume? It,
0: you bet your sweet ass it is, John. Um, a little boy with potty mouth. Content, minus two. Extreme cost. So for those who don't remember, the movie guide is like a very religiously Christian website that aims to grade content for like parents, or I suppose just any God-fearing person, to say like, hey, how is this? Um, Should you take your child? Let's see. Do I need to read all this? Despite its sensationalized shenanigans, the Pope's Exorcist has a surprisingly strong Christian worldview, with a terrific performance by Russell Crowe as Father a Mort. The movie has many strong Christian references to the Holy Trinity, Jesus. The armor of God, prayer, faith, confession, absolution, forgiveness, and compassion. Eventually, faith conquers demonic evil, but not without an intense struggle. However, the demon in the Pope's Exorcist spouts many obscenities and lurid insults against the priest and the family. The movie also has many scary violent scenes and brief nudity in two scenes, so movie guide advises extreme caution. Mm. um content it is
1: it's a very christian movie like this, this movie is, is, is there's a lot of doing this going. this on is of and-
0: course where <laughs> where they run down the content very strong christian worldview with some biblical moral elements about a real life and this is all just run on sense about a real life roman catholic priest who's the chief exorcist for the vatican with very strong references to the holy trinity jesus the blah 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 i read all that plus a mother's love is compared to the love of god but the movie's main story about a young boy who is possessed by a powerful demon is a fictionalized sensationalized story that depicts satan and his demons as more powerful than they really are mm. this guy knows how powerful exactly how powerful they are john yeah about 22 obscenities including 15 f-words 6 light profanities and obscene gesture a possessed character spits up a dead red bird and character vomits blood in one scene
2: um, <laughs> they didn't very even mention it, it was the Pope that vomited the word you'd think they'd have That's to do a Hail Mary word. or something right <laughs> I mean
0: man then there's just like a whole paragraph of every violent thing that happens and then some crude sexual references and strong sexual languages by the evil demon in the movie who taunts the Vatican priest a local priest and the possessed boy's mother and teenage said why are you telling me all this god damn it plus a priest mentions a past affair and another priest fails to help a female victim of a third priest <laughs> upper female nudity in two scenes in the second scene there's a demonic vision of a totally nude dead woman shot from behind and the side who's covered in blood (laughs) yeah
2: i do declare oh
0: i like this my favorite part we'll end here miscellaneous immorality this is a this is like a section Mm -hmm. and it just says teenage girl is rebellious and disrespectful to her mother (laughs) she is She's the, the kind of that's, that's it was
1: making me real anxious.
0: That's the kind of shit that I want to see on Movie Guide. It's mm-hmm. just
2: like rebellious.
0: yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's it.
2: Good. R.I.P. Mark.
0: Just yeah. he's still alive. He lives. Mark did it better. It's let's fine. just let's just yeah, agree. Debatable. <laughs> we share most of the same DNA. So.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I could, I did try to search while we were talking for the guy who did the voice. I'm like 95% sure. And I just couldn't find, it. I couldn't find him. I was trying to like search all these old movies to see. So could, it was
0: like a, a voice guy you recognized or an actor you recognized?
1: It's definitely, it, if, it sounds exactly like a specific British slash Irish actor. And I was trying to like search a bunch of movies. I was looking on Game of Thrones because I'm like, maybe he was using Game of Thrones. It's like, no, I could, mm-hmm. whatever. I couldn't, I couldn't dig it up, so
0: uh so you're out for two weeks john do we know mm-hmm. what the next like theatrical film would be
1: the next theatrical is still not for a couple weeks um we have the boogeyman on june the, it, the episode will come out june 9th i think the movie comes out uh june 2nd the so boogeyman. we got a couple we got like two weeks here you got a, we got a program
0: it's a boogeyman
1: it's uh this is the one that's based it's like stephen I've king's s- the boogeyman
0: okay i've seen the yeah. trailer but none of it's sticking with me
1: yeah, it's rated PG-13, which makes me... Lame. Yeah. Uh, whatever, I don't care.
0: Um, All right, I don't know what's going on next week, then. We'll figure it out. We we oh we had, what's that other movie we had queued up, John?
1: Well, Soft and Quiet.
0: Do you want to save that for when you're back? Yeah, I mean, you guys can do it if you want. It's on do Netflix. I, do I want to, like, honestly, a... What's Kenzie, the you fart watched sp- it,
2: right? I haven't watched it yet. What's the oh, fart-smelling
0: vibe from, like, 1 to 10? I don't think it's super fart-smelling.
2: It's yeah. not,
1: it is not, it is a, um, it's like a thriller. It, it's, right. I don't think there's like supernatural stuff going on. Let's put it I that could, way. I could get into that, perhaps. Okay.
2: Right. I kind of got cult vibes from the uh, plot drop on IMDb. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, I know like a little more about it, but I don't want to say too much. Uh, on did that. I well, just spoil yeah.
2: something? No,
1: no, no, no. You it's know, fun. we're
0: almost into June here, which means that we're going to be getting a lot more. hopefully good horror releases so
1: well the the theatrical just to run it down quickly we've got boogeyman brooklyn 45 which is coming out on shutter and then the blackening did you do we talk about the blackening have you guys seen the trailer for the blackening yeah no it looks
2: very good like
1: I (laughs) i i laughed and was uncomfortable at my laughing at it uh like it's it's yeah go just go watch the trailer Um, I'm very excited and we have to cover it Um, yeah but and then we get a couple weeks then there's the new Insidious movie once we hit August it's legit like two straight months of theatrical releases so we may have to make some decisions in there we'll see cool
0: don't forget you can get a live stream of this show at patreon.com slash bloody good horror and send us live questions on YouTube, as we had tonight. Sure, sure. So Thanks, so Levi. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna do it for the Pope's Exorcist. Hope you enjoy the show, and we'll talk to you next week.
2: See you. Bye bye.